Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this podcast finds you well and I hope you are all having a wonderful new year. I know that it's been a while since we've had an episode, but I guess just coming back from the new year and me traveling around over the holidays to visit family and stuff, I just couldn't get to it. So, But here we are, we're going to pick them back up and... Um, with the new year rolling around, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, with New Year's resolutions and, right, the the New Year, New Me stuff, you know, some people really like that. Uh, I've never really been one to make resolutions. I jokingly do it, but I've never been one to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this, you know, and be uh, different in this way. I just, you know, feel like every day I'm con- I'm trying to get better. Right, as a Christian, every day I'm trying to grow. You know, it shouldn't just, you know, every year. But, I mean, I think it's cool to set goals, too. You know, and that's fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just never been my cup of tea. But with the new year and knowing how people like resolutions and stuff, one thing that I started thinking about a lot is how a lot of people for their New Year's resolutions, talk, especially Christians, talk about stuff, you know, like, I'm going to try to read my whole Bible this year. I'm going to try to read, like, the whole New Testament or the whole Old Testament um, or try to read the Bible every day, you know, not necessarily like read it from start to finish, but try to read it every day and study it every day. Um, but I think of stuff like that. And while I was thinking of New Year's resolutions and New Year, New Me, the thing that I started really thinking about is discipleship. Um, discipleship. And just thinking about what does a disciple of Christ look like? What does someone who truly follows, loves, and obeys Christ look like? And so for the first part of the year, I, uh, most of these Thursday thoughts, I want them to focus on discipleship and what does it look like, right? And so as we're going through this, you know, please, you know, I'd like for you guys to reach out to me and, you know, if there's a trait or a characteristic that you believe a disciple of Christ should have, um, please email it to me and we'll talk about it, you know, and I'll be sure to mention it on the podcast. You know, I'm going to try my best to mention all these different things that I believe a disciple of Christ should have. But like I said, please email me if you have a specific thing you want talked about or anything like that, you know. And again, that email is JT Warren youth at gmail.com so please reach out to me in that regard so with that being said let's get started today today we're we're not going to necessarily talk about a trait of a disciple like faithfulness or something like that we are going to just talk about you know how do you how can you tell how can you tell if you're a disciple how do you know if you're doing right right how do you know that you're being the best Christian you can be. And again, being the best Christian you can be does not mean that you will be perfect, right? Because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. But rather, you know, your effort and what you're trying to do, I think that's what shows. And so today we're going to be talking about a worker approved by God. A worker approved by God. This is, I think, uh, Paul writes to Timothy in um, 2 Timothy chapter 2 about how we can know, like how we can be sure of ourselves, but what to do to be sure of yourself, what to do to present yourself before God 
as one approved. And so that's, so that's what we're going to talk about today in 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 14. So Paul writes, Remind them of these things and charge them before God not to quarrel about words which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. But avoid irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness. So, first off, Paul is writing to Timothy and telling him that, you know, don't do your best to present your do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. So we see probably, and there's a reason Paul probably touches on this first before he goes into anything else. To be a worker approved by God, the first thing we have to be able to do is to rightly handle the word of truth. Rightly handle God's word and teach on it correctly and to obey the things in it correctly, to rightly handle the word of truth. I think that goes for teaching it and for obeying it. We have to be correct in how we teach the gospel and how we obey the gospel. Uh, specifically, I think he might be talking about teaching because in verse 16, but avoid irreverent babble. So irreverent is the opposite of being reverent, right? When you're reverent to God, you're respectful, right? You're showing him respect and praise and glory. Well, irreverent is the opposite of that. Paul says to avoid irreverent babble, which basically means, you know, just trying to talk to talk, I guess, um, you know, trying to um, tell people how it is and how it should be instead of doing it maybe with love and respect, you know, avoid the irreverent babble because it will lead people into more and more ungodliness. And so those are the first couple things we see. In, that's how you present yourself as a worker approved by God. Um, and so in the next uh, few verses, he talks about how it'll spread, and he names two people who have swerved from the truth. Um and and how they're teaching a false gospel. But then we're going to pick back up in 2 Timothy 2, verse 19, where you see Paul says, But God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal. The Lord knows who are his. And let everyone whose names the name let everyone whose names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. So we see in verse 19 that, you know, God's firm foundation, right? God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal. So the truth cannot be changed. Truth cannot be shaken. And the Lord knows who are his. The Lord knows who are his. So, again, God knows who's his and who isn't. So it's up to us to make sure that we know ourselves if we are his or if we aren't. You know, and so, again... I think Paul kind of puts the second part in verse 19 to remind us that those of us who are the Lord's, you know, and those who are the Lord's, depart from iniquity, which is depart from sin, depart from, depart from unrighteousness. That's what we do. That's what we're supposed to do as Christians, and that's true discipleship. 
uh, as a worker approved by God, we have to depart from sinful ways and try to leave that life. So now picking back up in verse 20. Now in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So Paul is telling us in verse 21 that we need to cleanse ourselves from what is dishonorable. Again, a worker approved by God cleanses themselves from dishonorable things, from sin so that they can be ready for every good work that the Lord can use them for, so that the Lord of the house, God, can use us. So now, starting in verse 22, we're going to see some of those um, those characteristics that a worker approved by God has and the things that they flee from. So starting in verse 22 of Second Timothy 2. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who... Call on the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach patiently, enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. So we see that, right, a worker approved by God, right, handles the word of truth rightly, they avoid irreverent babbles, they depart from iniquity, right, they cleanse themselves, they flee from youthful passions, and what do they pursue? They pursue faith, love, and peace, and they have a pure heart. They have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. They don't, because they know that just breeds quarrels and arguments, and that's not what we're about as Christians. We shouldn't just go and try to have arguments for the sake of arguments, where you can have your opinions on things and your viewpoints on the world and things like that, but the truth of the Scripture cannot change, and a worker approved by God cannot change. We can't just go and argue with people for the sake of arguing with people just because they think different than us. No. That breeds quarrels, and right, a lo- the Lord's servant in verse 24 here in 2 Timothy 2 must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone. So a worker approved by God is kind to everyone. They're able to teach patiently enduring evil. And so you know what that's telling us is sometimes trying to tell people about the truth can get frustrating and stressful, but we need to be patient enduring evil and while we teach. And then when we correct opponents or you know, when we're talking to people about the Word, we do it with gentleness, right? In a loving way. So that God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. Right? So that they can come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil. So, a worker approved by God is, they handle the Word of truth rightly, correctly. They avoid these irreverent babble, They depart from iniquity. They pursue faith, love, and peace. They are set apart as holy to be ready for every good work. They have nothing to do with ignorant controversies. And they're kind. 
and they're patient. So that's what a worker approved by God does. That's how you can know if you are a worker approved by God. That's how you can kind of check yourself. Right? God knows, the Lord knows who are his. We just read that in verse 19 of this passage. But for us to be able to know where we stand, we need to check ourselves and are we doing these things? Are we being a worker approved by God? Are we presenting ourselves to God as one approved? So, ask yourselves these ask yourself this question and think about it. So, to conclude our podcast, let's go to God in prayer. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we come before you now and thank you for this day. Thank you for the blessings of it. God, help us to be a worker approved. God, help us to be the Christian you call us to be. Help us to be a disciple. Help us to be loving, kind, to pursue faith and love and righteousness. Help us to avoid the arrogant and ignorant controversies that sometimes we find ourselves almost getting into or that we are getting into. Lord, help us to avoid that. Help us to be kind and gentle and respectful to people and rightly handle the word of truth. Lord, forgive us when we fail you and help us to be the best Christians we can be. Lord, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. And it's in your Son, Jesus Christ's name, that we pray and ask all these things. And amen. Well, everybody, I hope you all have a great rest of the week. I hope you all um, can start examining yourselves and making sure that you are a worker approved by God. I hope you all have a great rest of your week, and please reach out again with any questions. God bless.